Welcome to the Wisdom for Life podcast with David Baker. David was a former paratrooper in the 82nd Airborne Division and for over 30 years has been a preacher. He has written five books and is an Amazon number one best-selling author. He is the chaplain at the county jail, pastors a church, and is the father of 11 children. Yes, 11. This podcast is here to give you wisdom for your family, your marriage, your children, your finances, your health, and your life. And now, the host of Wisdom of Life podcast, David Baker. Hey, welcome to the Wisdom for Life podcast. My name is David Baker, and we're glad that you're here. I'm the pastor of the Family Baptist Church in Columbia, Tennessee, and uh, vice president of Independent Baptist Online College, and I have 11 children, and 11 grandchildren so far. And uh, we've been talking for a few weeks on um, this, of helping deal with problems with children, helping to deal with problems with children. And so I'm calling it the 20 problems with kids. I did surveys and look up, all right, what are the biggest problems with kids? And so started talking about the first one, academic struggles, okay? And I don't know if this is any set order. Then bullying, we dealt with that, the big deal. Last time we talked about friendships, okay? Friendships, peer relationships, and what a big, big, big deal that is. Some of these may not seem that big a deal to you. Some of you may have already beat these problems. You don't have a problem with them at all. And, um, and that's uh, not a problem, but a lot of people still do because these were the biggest problems they deal with. And so I want to go into that. So let me give you a few of them today. And so um, so we have here next homework battles, okay? Battles with the kids and doing their homework and getting those things done. Now, all of the things like this, they ought, they're an authority issue, a uh, scheduling issue. They're a uh, detailed of how things are supposed to go and be done. And so everything like this, what you do is you set up understandable guides and boundaries to let them know exactly where the rules are, what they are, and what they need to do. For instance, so you can do it differently than me. This is what I would do on the homework if our kids were coming home and they had homework to do. All right. Um, then whoever's there, mom and or dad, connect with them, talk about their day. How are they doing? Uh, do a connection, do a bond, uh, with my girls, give them a hug with a boy, punch them in the arm, arm wrestle them, play mercy, uh, have some fun with them, connect with them. They've been gone all day from them. They need a physical touch and connection. Hey, we're glad that you're home. And then, Hey, do you guys need a snack? Okay. Uh, some kind of snack, some food, kids, food. It's going to be a couple hours, three or four hours till supper time. And so some kind of snack that could be good and helpful and fun. Fun, you know, chips and dip and carrots and dip or, you know, whatever is good that you guys have, some kind of a snack, okay? Uh, that feels good, encouraging. You come home, you got some food, uh, you got something that will tide them over and feel good. Uh, what a great thing. Personal connection bonding, then some kind of snack and some kind of food. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Who's got homework? All right, let's knock it out. Let's get it done so we can enjoy the evening, all right? I don't think you ought to wait. I don't think it, oh, they've been struggling all day in school. No, and the quicker they get it done, the more you can enjoy the day, enjoy the life. Sometimes it may be a lot. Well, let's get started on it now. So it's not going to be oh, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. And I think evening times ought to be family times. Um, ought to be times you can spend time together, playing a game or watching something or doing something together as a family. And so set it up. This is our schedule. This is how we handle homework. Okay. Now, if you can get it done before you go, that was always my goal in school. All right. We got a break. We got a study hall. I got 10 before this class. Let's see if I can get this done so I don't have to do it when I get home. We had one child that struggled. They were a daydreamer. Daydreamer. 
dreamer, daydreamer. And so uh, it was very hard for them. And uh, we had to help them. If they didn't do the guidelines that we laid out, then eventually it's direct disobedience and there must be discipline. Okay? Direct disobedience is what we discipline for. And if we told them to do this and they didn't do it, that's direct disobedience. And so they needed some things to guide them and to help them. And when they did, they got it down. I still remember the day (laughs) one of my kids came and said, wow, I realize if I'm just diligent and get my work done, then I've got a lot more time to play. Ding, 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 ding. He got it. Okay, he got it, finally. Um, And boy, you want that in our kids' lives. They need to learn, work, work hard, get it done. Then you can go do the other things that you want to do, okay? So homework battles, um, and there shouldn't be a battle every day. If there's a battle every day, then we are not following up and disciplining and making sure they're following our guidelines. you got to be consistent, okay? If kids know you're going to be consistent with this, come home, man, eat my apple dipped in peanut butter, (laughs) whatever your snack is, all right, let me get my homework done so I'm done with that. Do you need any help? Let me help you. Bond, connect, get that done out of the way. So many times, homework battles create conflicts with parents and kids that it's a battle every day. Kids hate coming home. Parents hate the kids coming home. They hate the homework, and it's a battle. If it's set up and done this way, you can help get it done and be done and be over. Okay? So my thoughts on that. Next. Screen time management, okay? It's a big issue today. It's families. Um, And so being able to manage the screen time. And uh, if you are farther to the right on us with this, I am no problem at all. If you say, nope, no screens at all, ever, good, no problem. Uh, They're they're not going to miss out on a lot. It is a part of life, okay? And so when they get to the point, and our kids didn't have cell phones at 8 and 9 and 10 and 12 and 13 and 14 and 15, how come they don't need it? They don't need it. If they're going to be going somewhere and we're not there, then I want them to have a phone where they can call me, text me if there's a problem, anything going on, anything they need my help with, um, you have that protection. Also, we have the Life 360 so we can see where they are. I want to see where my kids are at all times, and I don't mind them seeing where I am. It keeps me accountable. All of my kids know where I'm at at any time, okay? A lot of uh, adults mess their life up, and uh, and I want to know where my wife is because she never answers my phone call. <laughs> she's at Walmart. She's shopping. Where's my wife? Well, it used to be I had so many nightmares that my wife died and uh, didn't know where she was at and couldn't get a hold of her. And and so um, then I bought her cell phone. Well, she doesn't answer it. Uh, oh, I didn't hear it. It was then. So I bought her an iPhone watch. So then it rings on there and she, oh, it didn't go off. <laughs> so Life 360, where's my, oh, okay. She's at Walmart. Got it. I'm okay. I know where she is. All right. Um, so so uh, there's it, nothing wrong with not having that. When you do have that, you need to approve every game, every connection, and see what those do. A lot of these games, when I've dealt with parents and families, oh yeah, they've connected with this person through this game because we talk the whole time we're playing the game, influence them in a wrong way and messed them up. Those things happen, okay? And so parents need to approve everything. Here's a game that's okay. Here's a game we're going to play with mom and dad. I've played games with my kids on those, and here's how long you get to play it, and we're done, and we're done. If not, those things are made to be addictive. They're made to have them spend hour upon hour upon hour. Now, we've never done the 
the big games. Um, I mean, somebody gave us a Wii and we didn't use it. Uh, but um, I mean, we didn't. We don't. We don't have the what's the <laughs> the Atari? How about that? That'll take you back. Well, I remember when Atari the first one came out. Whoa, what a big deal it was! How many hours we played on those things, and um, and it, it wasn't good for us. It really wasn't. And so um, all of the uh, I don't, is it Xbox? Hey, there's a name. I know there's two big Sega and Xbox. Anyway, we we never had one. Never, never. Oh, your poor thing and your poor kids. No. No, those things are so big, they could overtake your life. You see people that play those for hours and hours and hours, and it's so engaging, and it's so much fun, and it's so connecting. I could be addicted to that, and I know a lot of men that are, and it frustrates and causes problems in their family and home and marriage. I don't need that. My kids don't need that, and it would be too easy to go to seat on that. Now, I'm not telling you you have to. I'm not authority in your home, but um, the screen time, definitely is an issue and what you allow and the social media um, and when you do allow them to get into that world. Um, for instance, my youngest son's 15 and um, just allowed him to be on his first social media platform. And it's a social media platform that I'm on and I know his passwords and he's not allowed to delete anything and connect with anybody. And right now, his whole scope of life, he can make, he can friend the family. That's it. His brothers and sisters and, and aunts and uncles and the family. That's the only people he's allowed to make connection with. So it lets him grow and learn into that without opening up the world to them. It is the world in which we live. And so there's nothing wrong with teaching them and using the reins to hold them back, to guide them, to teach them how to use that. How many kids have been, here you go as a phone, and they're wide open to everything, and they ended up finding porn, and they end up um, creating bad relationships and friendships, and next thing you know, how in the world did this happen? We connected them to the world and um, and um, allowed them to have that. So it is a part of the world. I think that while we have them in our home, we need to train them in this. If we say, nope, nothing until you're 18. And they move out of the house and they're 18 and now they have access to all this stuff without our guidance and training. We didn't really help them. So I think it's a part of life. And again, you can disagree with me and not do it. But what we've done with our kids is when it comes to a point in life where they're going to need it to help them, then we have the guideline. We have the passwords. We can check anything. And and I do go into the history. If you delete anything, you're not allowed to have it. We'll take it away in a second. Uh, I want to know what you're looking at. And I ask him, why are you looking at this? And he'll tell me, why are you looking at this? Okay. Um, And uh, we have a little farm, goats and chickens and rabbits. And uh, I want him to be an expert. You got to look this up. And I can see what he looks up and what what he goes into. So not taking a long time on that, but that is an issue. How many times have kids been messed up with pornography or bad relationships or just wasting their life on social media or games and TikTok and videos and reels and all that kind of stuff. And so when you allow them to, then you allow them what you allow them to, how long you allow them to do it and help them with that so they don't waste their life on that. Okay. Um, All right. One more. We'll do it today. Behavioral issues, behavioral issues. And um, this was defined as defiance, talking back, tantrums, uh, behavioral issues. So um, uh, it's like fee-fi-fo-fum. We're not going to do that here. And when do you start? (laughs) When they start. If they're throwing a fit at two, then you need to deal with it at two. Oh, they'll grow out of it. Yes, you'll hear this a lot on my child ring. Growing is bigger, not smaller. When they grow out of that one bad thing, it grows into something bigger. Um, Just wait till you see that 15-year-old girl throw a temper tantrum. (laughs) 
Okay, you would have wished you fixed it at two, and oh, that's so cute, all that stuff. I'll just let them cry it out. No, I just let them cry it out. They'll get tired of it. I just let them cry it out. No, okay, no. Even when a child is hurt and they fell and they skint their knee, um, it's not going to be crying forever. You let them cry. You know the pain starts. It's all right. That's enough. Dry it up. That's enough. No more crying. Same way with a discipline, when we have to discipline them. Same thing. You're done crying. And you know, okay, the pain isn't as bad as it was. Stop. We love you. Okay, no more crying. Let's cut it off. Um, Those emotions that are allowed to just go on and on and on and on, guess what you're creating? Okay. Drama queen. (laughs) How did that person get to be a drama queen? Because we let them, we trained them when they were little to be that drama queen. Okay. So those behavioral issues, no. Well, they're just kids. We are, they already are children. We're not rearing children. We're rearing the future adults. So take that problem you're watching, extrapolate that out, see what that turns into if it's not fixed. Okay. Those temper tantrums, those behavioral, those back talks. No, sirree. We are not doing that. And they know they cross the line. The discipline is coming. It's kind. It's loving. It's not mad. It's not yelling. It's not screaming. But our kids know our kids have come home. I mean, honestly, through the years, a hundred times and have seen other kids back talk their parents. And they said, we would never, you would kill us. Okay. We're not really going to kill them, but they don't know that. Okay. Joking, joking, joking. Okay. Um, but the kids, they, they've said to us, like, we would never, that is so wrong. They need to be disciplined. Um, boy, you would never allow that. And our children then correct themselves because they know we don't allow that. I'm always afflored and amazed by what parents let their children buy with and how they disrespect them and talk, talk back to them and tell them what to do. Excuse me? Listen, you're the parent. They're the child. You tell them the way it's going to be. They don't tell you the way it's supposed to be. And if you don't have that, you've lost the authority inside your home and you better get it back. Okay, you better get it back or you're going to lose them. Well, they're 14 already. Okay, we're going to have a come to Jesus meeting and um, and things are changing. You're not going to be able to do this. Okay, if you need more help, have a children's program. You can go look at the goodkidquiz.com, the goodkidquiz.com. And it will take you through a quiz and then uh, a video to tell about the program if you need something like that. Okay? And we deal with all of these issues and more. Hey, God bless you. Thanks for being here. And uh, Happy New Year. Hope you have a great 2024. And we'll talk to you next time. Take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Wisdom for Life podcast. If you have any questions for us, email us at askpastorbaker at gmail.com and we will answer them in an upcoming podcast. The email is askpastorbaker at gmail.com. 